In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Beloved in the Lord, let us draw near with a true heart and confess our sins unto God our Father, imploring him in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to grant us forgiveness. Our help is in the name of the Lord. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord. And you forgave the iniquity of my sins. O Almighty God, merciful Father, I, a poor, miserable sinner, confess to you all my sins and iniquities, with which I have ever offended you, and justly deserved your punishment, now and forever. But I am heartily sorry for them, and sincerely repent of them. And I pray you of your boundless mercy, and for the sake of the holy, innocent, bitter sufferings and death of your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, to be gracious and merciful to me, a portion of being. Upon this, your confession, I, as a called and ordained servant of the word, announce the grace of God to all of you. And in the stead and by the command of my Lord Jesus Christ, I forgive you all your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The introit. The lightnings lighten the world. The earth trembled and shook. How beautiful are thy tabernacles, O Lord of hosts! My soul longeth, yea, even fainted for the courts of the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end of The lightnings lighten the world, the earth trembled and shook. Lord, have mercy, Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Glory be to God on high. And on earth be Lord, we praise you, we bless you. 
Let us pray. O God, who in the glorious transfiguration of the only begotten Son hast confirmed the mysteries of the faith by the testimony of the fathers, and to who, in the voice that came from the bright cloud, didst in a wonderful manner foreshow the adoptions of sons, mercifully vouchsafe to make us co-heirs with the King of his glory, and bring us to the enjoyment of the same, through the same Jesus Christ, thy Son, our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost, ever one God, world without end. The Old Testament reading for the transfiguration of our Lord is from the 61st chapter of Isaiah. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall be joyful in my God, for he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness, as a bridegroom decks himself with ornaments, and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels. For as the earth brings forth its bud, as the garden causes the things that are sown in it to spring forth, so the Lord God will cause righteousness and peace to spring forth before all the nations. This is the word of the Lord. The epistles from the first chapter of Second Peter. For we did not follow cunningly devised fables when we made known to you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but were eyewitnesses of his majesty. For he received from God the Father honor and glory when such a voice came to him from the excellent glory. This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. And when we heard this voice, which came from heaven, when we were with him on the holy mountain. And so we have the prophetic word confirmed, which you do well to heed as a light that shines in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. Knowing this first, that no prophecy of scripture is of any private interpretation. For prophecy never came by the will of man, But holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. This is the word of the Lord. Thou art better than the children of Hallelujah, hallelujah, sing 
The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 17th chapter. Now after six days, Jesus took Peter, James, and John, his brother, led them up on a high mountain by themselves, and he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun, and his clothes became as white as the light. And behold, Moses and Elijah appeared to them, talking with him. Then Peter answered and said to Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If you wish, let us make here three tabernacles, one for you, one for Moses, one for Elijah. While he was still speaking, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them, and suddenly a voice came out of the cloud, saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Hear him. And when the disciples heard it, they fell on their faces and were greatly afraid. But Jesus came and touched them and said, Arise and do not be afraid. And when they had lifted up their eyes, they saw no one but Jesus only. Now as they came down from the mountain, Jesus commanded them, saying, Tell the vision to no one until the Son of Man is risen from the dead. This is the Gospel of the Lord. The Nicene Creed. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary and was made man and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried, and the third day he rose again according to the Scriptures and ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of the Father and he will come again with glory to judge both the living and the dead, whose kingdom will have no ends. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets. And I believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen.
sermon text is from today's Holy Gospel. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ. Now the disciples, Peter, James, and John, probably had no idea what they were getting themselves into when Jesus invites them and leads them up that mountain. However, once they had seen this most wonderful vision of Jesus' transfiguration, I mean, can you imagine having seen all of that? And then the disappointment when there was no one there but Jesus only. It was all gone. How disappointing. Now, our gracious God is so kind in providing for us so many things. And when it comes, for example, to our bodily needs, we receive much more than our daily bread. We, we don't only eat bread, but instead we have crunchy french fries, succulent roast beef, hand-tossed pizza, carved turkey, crisp broccoli, Chocolate candies and heart-shaped boxes, at least coming up pretty soon. We don't drink only water. We have cold milk, fresh-squeezed juice, bubbling Pepsi, gourmet coffee, and imported beers. And in a similar way, our gracious God has graciously provided for us concerning all our spiritual needs. He has provided for us a country in which we can gather for religious purposes and worship as we wish. He has given us a group of believers who share our beliefs and make that same confession of faith. He has given us psalms and hymns and spiritual songs where we might adequately express our Christian faith. In most cases, he has provided for us family and friends who encourage us in our religious participation. He has given us a conscience and emotions and feelings which also encourage and and keep us in the faith, comfort us. He has given us a pastor to teach us in our homes, to teach us with Bible classes, to lead us in, in, in worship services. He has given us Orthodox hymnals, a pleasing liturgy, pews to sit in, a furnace to keep us warm, bulletins and newsletters, glowing candles, colorful pyramids, stained glass windows, much more, much more than we would ever need. Now, imagine that all of these are gone. Yes. Like Peter, James, and John, you bow your head for prayer, and when you look up, they are all gone. You look up, and all you have left is Jesus. Whenever Moses went up on the mountain, the cloud covered it. The Lord spoke with him, and the people grew tired of what they had. They longed after the surrounding pagan practices that were going on. They talked with Aaron and he agreed to provide them with a golden calf because that's what the other people had. And when Moses returned, the people were engaged in drunkenness and immoral revelry and idolatrous worship involving a golden calf. 
you too get tired of Jesus. Jesus only. Yes, you've been given forgiveness in Jesus Christ, but you go looking for other things. Your pastor begins to deliver another sermon, and it's about Jesus. You yawn, yawn and look around to see if maybe you can be distracted by one of the children. The hymn wonderfully tells you about Jesus, but you want some other hymn. Your family goes through hard times, but you've been given Jesus, but that's not enough. You want answers. You want answers to all of the why questions. You want to say something to comfort a friend, but you don't tell them about Jesus. Let's face it. You're bored. Bored with Jesus. You're tired of hearing about the forgiveness of sins earned by Jesus. Oh, you've had enough. Enough of Jesus in the Word and in the baptism and in Lord's Supper. All of this Jesus could choke a horse. You're not about to start to confess your sins, and then the pastor, you're going to hear about Jesus' forgiveness from the pastor. You're uninterested in our family daily prayers or the new Lutheran Herald that has devotions because they talk about Jesus. You're fed up with long gospel because it always begins with your sin and it ends with Jesus. You would take a high mountain any day. Yes, I'll take the vision on a high mountain, give you a vision of Moses and Elijah. Yeah, I'd jump for joy. Glowing faces and shiny white clothing. I think that's exactly what we need. Forget the three tents. Well, if we can get away from Jesus, we'll put up three crystal cathedrals in exchange for something that's new and exciting. Anything else. Once we get away from Jesus, then like Peter, we can give our own pronouncement and say, it is good for us to be here. But today's vision, the transfiguration of Jesus on the high mountain, as it was for them, so also for us, this vision of heaven is not permanent. This vision is not to be used for our own idle curiosity God is not your genie who provides goodies for all your sinful coveting. Your attitude towards Jesus, yes, it's wrong, but you know it didn't stop God from coming to you. Though your sin, because of your sin, you cannot stand in God's presence. Nevertheless, God does wish for you to be without fear. He desires to wash away your sin in the blood of the Lamb. And he wishes to give you white clothing. He desires to be with you, to dwell with you. He's not tired of you. Your God sends the bright cloud of his Holy Spirit to cover over you in his love. Your God leads you away from your covetous idols and he brings you to this holy mountain because he wants you to see it. This vision, not only was it for them, but it's for you. It's the pinnacle event. It's the, uh, it's the vision that gets the church through its trials and temptations. In the church year, the transfiguration is the last vision of glory 
before we go through the gesem of the pre-Lent, and finally Lent, and before we get to Easter again. And so, this last vision directs our attention to heaven. Pay attention to it. Peter tells us in today's epistle, he says, you do well to pay attention to the transfiguration. It's a light shining in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in our hearts. This transfiguration is our knowledge that there is a resurrection of which follows a heavenly glory. A resurrection vision. And God says, you need to know about this before you go down into the valley. The Transfiguration Hymn for today. On your green sheet. O wondrous type, O vision fair, of glory that the church shall share. We will share in this glorious vision. It's called the beatific vision in theological language. God doesn't want to keep it to himself. He wants us to be there. He wants us to share in this vision. So the church of believers needs to cling to Jesus. Jesus alone. God grants us a vision of what is to come. And when we know that, we're satisfied with Jesus. Verse 4. With shining face and bright array, Christ deigns to manifest today what glory shall to faith be given while we enjoy our God in heaven. Our God wants us to know you are going to, because of your faith in Christ, enjoy a heavenly glory. It's to come. It is quite sure. It's given to us so that we might know God's perfect love in sending us his son. And this son desires to be with us sinners. And he says, do not fear as we go down through the valley. This transfiguration vision makes God's love clearly seen. But it's seen not just in the glory. It's seen in Jesus' death. Moses and Elijah, they're on the mountain. It says that they're talking. They're talking with with Jesus. They're not talking about the weather or some other fancy thing. The other Gospels make it clear that they're speaking about Jesus' suffering and death, which is going to be in Jerusalem coming up. So here we have Moses, the great Old Testament leader. He had been dead for some 1,400 years at the time of the vision. And now here he is alive and speaking with Jesus, saying, you're going to Jerusalem, Jesus. You're going there to suffer and die. Elijah, the great prophet of old, he had been dead 850 years, and he is excited about Jesus and the forgiveness of sins. You're going to die, suffer and die in Jerusalem. These words of these two prophets, and then with the voice of the Heavenly Father, which confirms the vision, and who says, this is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased, hear him. The Father says, yes, I love the Son. In fact, he's my beloved Son. Look what he's doing. He's taking away the sins so that everybody can share in the heavenly glory. Jesus, having seen this vision, is comforted and sets his face toward Jerusalem. The church sees Jesus' sufferings, 
honored by Jesus' words, honored by the Father's words from heaven, and honored by the resurrected words of Elijah and Moses standing in God's presence. And so with this vision, we know, we know that our sins, as we heed the Father's words, listen to him, hear him, Jesus touches us and says, those are forgiven. Arise and do not be afraid. Your sins are forgiven. We believe and we listen to his words. We leave behind our boredom. We raise a joyful strain, a voice of prayer and a hymn of praise. We rise from our coveting of anything else that we might share in Christ's glory. And so, with faith-filled hearts, we're content to come down from the mountain with Jesus. We've seen the vision, we know what we have, but we return. We return to our homes, to our businesses, to our trials, to our temptations, but we have Jesus. We have Jesus, we will not be afraid. We've seen the outcome of our faith, and we know that finally we will see him face to face. O wondrous type, O vision fair, of glory that the church shall share. Amen. May the peace of God which passes all understanding keep our hearts and minds in faith in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Create in me, we stand. God, everlasting Father, we give you thanks that through the glorious transfiguration of your Son, you have given us a foretaste of the eternal glories, so that through our own suffering and death, we may not fear to trust in Christ's words. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. O Lord, give your people that touch of your forgiveness, that they may rise from the fear of sin each day and live new lives according to your word. Keep all pastors in Christ, including our Bishop James, our pastors Michael and Gary, from their own interpretations. Instead, carry them along by the Holy Spirit so that they speak the prophetic word concerning Christ's exodus in Jerusalem, as did Moses and Elijah. Bless the ministry of St. Patrick Lutheran Church in Chipley, Florida, and their pastor, Brandon War. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord Give all those who have been entrusted with governing, our President Joe, our Vice President Kamala, our Chief Justice John, our Governor J.B., our Mayor Steve, federal and state legislators and all our judges, give them the determination to give themselves fully to their duties and responsibilities. Defend our military as they work to defend our nation. Grant protection to all those who risk their lives for the common good, especially to the men and women that are serving in our armed forces. 
especially Danny, Jason, and Blake, as well as for our police officers, especially Alex and Daniel, keeping them from harm and danger. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord. O God, your compassions never fail. Give healing to the sick, relief to the suffering, peace to the sorrowful, mercy to every soul that is distressed, that they may find in you that help which only you can give them. Bless our shut-in Carolyn, our elderly Violet and Tom. Provide for the various needs of Kevin, Stan, Jack, Levi, Victor and Marcia, as well as Anita. We ask also that you would be uh, with uh, Larry Fancel. Oh Lord, you did bring the Apostle Peter forth out of prison. We ask that you would have mercy upon all who are suffering imprisonment, that you would grant him patience and endurance and finally uh, set him free uh, from his bonds. We ask that you would be with our students, with Sarah, Sadie, Jonathan, Kara, Alexis, Cameron, and Benjamin and Jacob. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, O Lord, Heavenly Father, we here remember the sufferings and death of your dear Son, Jesus Christ, for our salvation. Praising his victorious resurrection from the dead, we draw strength from his ascension before you, where he ever stands for us as our own high priest. Gather us together, we pray, from the ends of the earth to celebrate with all the faithful the marriage feast of the Lamb and his kingdom, which has no end. Graciously receive our prayers, deliver and preserve us. For to you alone we give all glory, honor, and worship, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Lord be with you. the fullness, fullness of your glory. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and saying, Oh, 
Lord of heaven and earth, we praise and thank you for having had mercy on those whom you created, sending your only begotten Son into our flesh to bear our sin and be our Savior. With repentant joy, we receive the salvation accomplished for us by the all-availing sacrifice of his body and his blood on the cross. Gathered in the name and the remembrance of Jesus, we beg you, O Lord, to forgive, renew, and strengthen us with your word and spirit. Grant us faithfully to eat his body and drink his blood as he bids us do in his own testament. Hear us as we pray in his name and as he has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. In the same way also, he took the cup after supper, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This is my blood of the New Testament which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Turn your sword upon your side, Almighty. Oh, 
God the Father, the fountain and source of all goodness, who in loving kindness sent your only begotten Son into the flesh, we thank you that for his sake you have given us pardon and peace in this sacrament. We ask you not to forsake your children, but always to rule our hearts and minds by your Holy Spirit, that we may be enabled to serve you constantly. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Bless we the Lord. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Our tears 